everyone, and welcome to Everything with Jenna. I'm Jenna, and this is Everything with Me. So first off, I know I skipped a week on posting a podcast, and it certainly wasn't for the lack of me not trying to do a podcast. So here's the thing. Last week, I recorded no less than five podcasts trying to get something out that I've been trying to say, but it just didn't sound right. And what I decided to do was after like try number four, I was like, okay, one more try. I did it. I still did not like the way it sounded. So I said, you know what? Let's just take a week off. Like, let's just maybe, maybe this is the universe or something or myself personally saying like, maybe now is not the time to post this particular podcast. And the thing is with the podcast that I was trying to post last week, it was really about trying to explain something that happened that was good in my life. But I kept thinking about reading the room and recognizing that there is a lot of really shitty things happening in the world. Specifically last week, every week, there's always shitty things happening in the world. Every day, there's always things happening in the world that is not good. But last week, particularly thinking about colleagues and friends that live in Texas and everything they were going through and where we're at in regard to the pandemic and everything kind of rolled into one. Me going like, oh, I have this amazing news. Just didn't feel right. And I kept thinking about like how I could really get that information out. And it just didn't feel right. It just felt more like I was gloating than anything. And that's certainly not what I want to do. I don't want to gloat. I don't want to be someone who is, look at me, everything's so going so well in my life. And oh, well, sucks to be you. That's not who I am. And that's why I just did not like the way that even with trying to really be mindful, it just wasn't coming out right. And that's why I decided to take a week off. If you were wondering, if this is the first time listening, you're probably like, okay, what is this? girl talking about. It's just one of those things, right? And I have a lot of international listeners, and I'm super appreciative of that. But I'm sure you all heard that our country in the United States, deeply affected by a very unusual winter storm that hit the South. And a lot of our friends and colleagues, specifically my company, we have a huge base in Texas, like we have a lot of lot of employees that work in Texas and were very deeply affected by the power outages and the, and the water and the weather and everything rolled into one. It's really scary. And I personally, it scares me because things like that can happen at any time and you can least expect it. Right. Um, it just, it just sucks. It, It realistically, it just sucks. And I really, really, didn't want to be like, hey, guys, but I have some really good news. It just didn't feel appropriate. I'm babbling as I usually do, but it's my podcast, so I'm able to do that. So I am going to share my news. Not that things aren't still not great, but I am excited to share my news. And uh, I'll hold this podcast until my company announces it, which I think will be happening soon if it 
if it if they do i don't know i'll just wait and if by wednesday it's not out i'll just post this anyways so you guys i was recently promoted and i know you guys are like well jenna you were just promoted like weren't you just promoted i was just promoted about a year ago and it was kind of an unusual thing so when i was promoted a year ago uh, i was promoted onto our our leadership team for my company and initially the position was for a vice president And when they actually extended the offer, before they extended the offer to me, they had changed the title. And with the title change, um, it was the director of lifestyle, which for those of you who know my industry, you know that that's what it is. But um, it was a little bit different. It was still on the leadership team, but it wasn't like a full vice president role, even though I was acting kind of like as in the vice president role, treated as such, but it was more done according to all accounts. It was, it was, so it gave me the opportunity to really grow into my role. And so last week I was extended a promotion, which I am incredibly grateful and thankful for, especially in this world, right? In all the craziness that's been involved, but I got a very nice bump in salary and some benefits that I didn't have before. I mean, not just like your health benefits, but just different things. So anyways, I had a nice bump in salary. It was nice to get a raise that was more than like 1%. Not that my company does 1%. Actually, I have no idea. But it was nice. It was nice to be recognized for all the hard work and effort that I've been putting in over the last year in this new role uh, for me and to actually now be a vice president. So I'm super excited. I am a vice president of my company. And I feel really proud of that. I'm very, very proud of that accomplishment. And even though I was kind of acting as if, now it's legit. And I think it just kind of puts a bow on the whole situation. And I feel very, very excited that my leadership and my bosses, because they have one and then he changed and whatever, but they're still both involved. Anyways, that they both feel that I've done a good job. And our team feels that I've done a good job. And I've been working really hard to be supportive and to be a resource. And I'm really proud of my accomplishment. I really am. But it's so weird because I feel guilty about being proud of my accomplishment. And I don't know why I feel guilty, but I do. (laughs) I feel guilty. Uh, And I don't know if you guys ever have this happen where you have something good that happens to you, but you feel guilty about it because you know other people aren't in the same position. And I was talking to my mom about this and she said, Jenna, it's not like you didn't pay your dues, which is a good point. And it's easy for me to maybe not forget about it, but to kind of have that in the back of my mind of like, right, remind yourself that you've paid your dues. The first job I had out of college, I made $12 an hour. And that was with uh, multiple college, (laughs) multiple years of college, degree, the whole thing. And I thought, okay, well, that's, you know, this is what it is. And it wasn't even in the field that I had, you know, studied in school. Then I relocated to Las Vegas and I got my first job in advertising and I made $24,000 a year, my first job in advertising. I switched ad agencies and I still made 20, oh, I made $25,000 a year as a coordinator. And this was in 2004. So this was quite some time ago. Uh, then I got promoted 
because, you know, that's what happened. It was great. So I learned the ropes, got promoted. So as at my first like real, real agency, because the one I was working at when I first moved here was an in-house ad agency. And then I moved to an actual ad agency for that agency experience. And um, when I got promoted, I started as a coordinator. When I got promoted to an account executive, I made $30,000 a year. And it was challenging in 2004 and five. I, I think I was promoted in 2005 and it was a challenge. I mean, $30,000 a year is not a lot of money, uh, but I worked really hard and my company there treated me like shit. Not always, but the bosses there that owned, it was a, it was an independently owned ad agency. And if you know anything about advertising, then you know that agencies are kind of their own world. If you don't know about ad agencies, let me hear, let me be the one to tell you they are a very unusual world. I love the creativity, but agencies are weird in that, like, at least in my experience, I've worked for two ad agencies and in Las Vegas specifically, of course, of course, a lot of things are focused around hotels and casinos and marketing and advertising and media buying and all of that kind of stuff and public relations. And it's just a challenge. It's challenging to work in an agency environment. When I was in school in advertising and public relations, I knew that I wanted to work on the client side, not the agency side. But in order to get on the client side, oftentimes you have to work at an agency so you get that understanding and that experience. And honestly, what I've learned working in those agencies has really helped me in my current career. So with that being said, working in an ad agency with two bosses that were partners, like they owned it, they weren't together, like they weren't... um, like married to each other or anything like that. But, you know, the partners in the agency, they were probably the most challenging and difficult people I have ever worked for in my life in some ways. Um, They could be really nice. And then the next minute they could be really crappy to you. And uh, you didn't know why. Like, that was the worst part. Like, I felt like I was in an abusive, I was in an abusive situation they would just like all of a sudden you'd go from being like, oh, great job, blah, blah, blah. And then they'd be like pissy to you and like upset with you. And you didn't know why. And they wouldn't tell you. So it was like, I remember a friend of mine, we met there and we worked together and it was always like, okay, is it going to be like, <laughs> like what level are we on today? Is it red or is it orange? Like what threat level are we on today? And that was how we had to act. And you never knew what you were walking into day in and day out. And it's very stressful. Ad agencies are stressful because you have a client or clients that you're dealing with. And when I was there, I mostly had, I had like three or four clients that were my clients that I did everything with. And then I would like get pulled in on like what you would call like a portfolio or something like that was a random one-off kind of a thing. I had really good clients and I really am, I really, really am so um, helpful, happy that I had those clients that I had. It made, it helped me learn a lot. Like I learned so much about Um, I had car dealerships were my clients mostly, and that was incredibly helpful. And I learned all about cars and marketing and advertising and 
and media buys specifically for local car dealerships. And then what that works like looks like for um, like the manufacturer side and what it's like to get reimbursed for certain marketing and how you have to follow certain rules and stuff like that. So, I mean, it was incredibly awesome to have that kind of experience. Uh, so I had Jack in 2007 and I worked there from like 2005 to 2007. And when I was pregnant, they're pretty good with me on that, which was really helpful. Um, meanwhile, none of their employees had ever had children. Um, that was a woman, one of our lead artists, I think I forget what his title was, but he was like our head graphic design guy. His wife had had children, but I, you know, I was the first employee that was ever pregnant with them. And So I had four weeks of vacation. That was all I could use for maternity leave. I'm making $30,000 a year. So it wasn't like I was really making a ton of money, right? Um, I started realizing very quickly, my ex-husband at the time was, he was not working two jobs at that point. He had been working two jobs, uh, but we realized with daycare and everything like that and childcare and everything rolled into one, I needed to make more money. And I started looking for another job. Um, I came back from maternity leave after only a month of being off. And, and and this was of course, 2007. So pre really where anyone was working from home, any of that kind of thing. Uh, So I come back and I had been kind of interviewing and looking around, but nothing crazy. And I remember I had gone to a doctor's appointment and I came in, it was a Friday morning and I came in and I didn't even make it to my desk. And the one partner pulls me into their office and proceeds to go off on me about how they found out I was looking for another job because Las Vegas is a big city, but it's also a small town specifically in industries. And someone said like, oh, hey, I have this girl that's interested in working for me or whatever. And so the one boss started crying and like everything we've done for you and blah, blah, blah. How could you do this to us? And I'm like, I make $30,000 a year and I have a baby. Like, are you kidding me right now? Like, and they're like, you should have talked to us. And I'm like, I did tell you like, and that was the thing I had told them. Um, so the one, the other, so there's two of them. And the one says, okay, well, you know, you just need to go home today and we'll figure out what to do with you on Monday. So you can come back in on Monday at four o'clock because we don't know what we're going to do to you or, you know, do with you. And I just looked at her. I was like, are you kidding me right now? And so I'm like, fine. And um, and she was like, and do not text anyone of of these people out here, like because it was like in an open area. Do not text anyone. If you if if your clients need to be handled, I will handle them. And I was like, and I just looked at her and I'm like, whatever. And I left and um, (laughs) I was so upset. I mean, I was still pretty emotional, obviously. And I think Jack was probably, I want to say Jack was, I had only been back to work for maybe a month, maybe three weeks, maybe. So, I mean, he was still pretty young and I called my ex-husband. He answered, of course, and, um, and I was just crying and, and he was like, what? Or no, he was in a meeting. That's right. And I give him credit for this. Um, when I got in touch with, or, you know, when he called me, he's like, what the hell is going on? And I told him what had happened. And he was like, and I was like, yeah, now I have to go back on Monday. And he's like, Jenna, do you really want to go back there? And I said, absolutely not. And he goes, that's fine. He goes, you know what? I'll call. Cause he, I mean, I, I do give him credit. This is one thing I will never 
forget. And this was like a very cool thing that he did. And he said, I will call the one lady because he knew her. He knew both of them. But and they loved him, by the way, which, you know, okay, whatever. But um, he's like, I'll call the one and I'll say, have all your shit packed up. And I had a key to the office. And he's like, I'll get the key and I'll go and get everything. (laughs) I'm like, okay. And I was like, Okay. And so that's what we did. And then the one boss called me and she was like, um, yes, so you're not coming back to work. And I was like, do I have any option? And she was like, well, I just need you to resign then. And I was like, I get it. So you can't get unemployment. So I can't get unemployment. I understand. I said, I'm still going to go for unemployment though. And, um, she's like, well, and I'm just like, just so you know, this is what's going to happen. And, um, but I was just like, whatever, I don't care. So, Um, so my ex-husband went and they, he said the whole place was empty except for my, my coordinator. I had a coordinator at the time. Oh no, he wasn't my coordinator. He was a friend of mine. He was another coordinator. Um, but he like, he was the only person in the office and he was like, here's her stuff. And they like, and that was it. And, um, that was how, that was the most ridiculous thing that's ever happened in my life. I mean, how unprofessional all the way around is that whole thing, right? Like, I mean, seriously, could you imagine in today's day and age, or I can't even imagine the fact that I did that, like that that happened to me and that I like had all of that happen where they were just like, and you need to get out and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, whatever. And of course I was texting my friends there. My best friend worked in the, in the cube-ish looking thing that we had right next to me, to my left. So, oh, okay. Right. Like, I'm not going to be like, this is what's happening. Cause she's like, holy moly, what's going on? You know, all of that kind of stuff. So anyways, I went and I found myself another job about two weeks later. And I started making like $42,000 instantly, like to bring in, to do the same freaking job at a different agency. So it was like, clearly there was problems at that one agency that I started with. Again, I learned a lot. And probably the thing that I learned most was how to treat people. When people work with you, work for you, however you want to put it, it's how to treat people. And I have to say that when you are in a work environment, and I know right now is super odd with everything, the pandemic and people don't have jobs and this and that, but, you know, there should be grace extended and there should be a level of professionalism and personalism, if that's a word, (laughs) personality, personal and professionalism and having people to be able to really, you know, confide in you and, If you treat your people good, they will work really hard for you. I think what sometimes people don't understand, and this is, of course, just my opinion, as this whole podcast is, is that if you if you treat people with kindness, then they're going to treat you with kindness in return, right? And running our teams into the ground is not the best thing to do. Treating people like shit doesn't make them want to be loyal to you. And that's something that uh, I think is really interesting. And it's obvious, you know, it's so obvious. Like the basic thing is, is like work is work. And, and that whole like leave your problems at the door. There is something to be said about that. But on the other side, I'm working for a reason. And yes, do I enjoy my job? Absolutely. 100%. I love my job. I can't, I haven't always been able to say that in my life, obviously, but I love my job. I absolutely love my job, but it's still work. 
I mean, it's not volunteering. Like I'm not doing a 40 plus hour a week job just like as a volunteer. I'm doing it for a reason. I want to be able to support my lifestyle, my family, um, my basic necessities of, you know, shelter, food and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. I like how I'm like shelter and food. I mean, those are two very important things, but you know where I'm going with that. But it's like, this is not volunteering. This is work for a reason. But people need to have that good. And I hate the phrase work-life balance, but it's so necessary, right? Everything that we do needs to have a balance to it, in my opinion. But with that being said, I would say that sometimes people tend to forget that. And I'm guilty of it, but I try so hard to be mindful of it. And it's like, if people are having a baby, maybe don't give them shit if they decide like maybe they need to find a new job because children are expensive, you know, like, oh my gosh, like what they quote should have done in that particular instance and what they did do. I mean, just ridiculous. So with that being said, I would say that the agency is no longer in business. They went out of business probably two years, maybe not even two years after I left. They had trouble paying the bills. It was what it was. It is what it is. I'm sure that both of the partners have gone on to lead great lives, and I'm happy for them. And I hope, though, that they never felt comfortable with the way that that ended. I was a good employee, and I worked really hard for them. I was young, and I was emotional having had just had a child, And not that that's excusable there, that's an excuse, but treating people with dignity and respect goes so far. And I also would say this, sometimes I think people have the best of intentions. I really do. I really think that people have the best of intentions and they don't understand what their intentions, what the recourses for those intentions, right? Like, I don't think that sometimes people think about like, how is this going to affect the other person involved in this situation or the other people involved in this situation? I am completely guilty of that. And I try to learn from my mistakes. I have not always been the best boss when I had coordinators working directly with me. I try to always be the best boss that I possibly could. But sometimes I know I wasn't because guess what? I'm human too. But by coaching and guiding and being a resource for people is something that it changes based off the situation. And I try really hard to be the very best person that I can be. And that's my intention. But sometimes I know I fall short and I am I am not here to say, like, I'm the best person ever. I know I'm not. I'm always learning and I'm learning from my teams and I'm learning from my colleagues. I'm learning from everyone, from my child all the time, learning from my husband, just in how to talk and relate to people and know that I'm there to support them and really, really want to be that supportive person for them. So they don't come and cry and then just leave, right? Because that's not good, you guys. That was not a good situation. So with all of that being said, I would say that it's interesting in that we have to be mindful but with the understanding of that we have that I think most people have the best of intentions, just sometimes it's not always received that way. So I know I've kind of gone off like a whole different zigzag rabbit hole kind of situation here, but I'm really excited that I got a promotion and I don't want to feel guilty about it. Um, and I'm, and I'm trying to be not guilty about it, right? Like I'm trying to say like, yay, I have an, I have a promotion. I worked really hard. I have paid my dues and 
um, nothing has been handed to me in far as far as my professional career has gone. I have, I have not had anything specifically handed to me. I have worked really, really hard, but I just know that I really, really, really am excited and I'm really trying not to be guilty. So anyways, um, that's my story. That's why I didn't post a podcast last week. Um, I hope that you are well wherever you are at. And I hope that things are going good in your life and we're being intentional and that's where we're at. So, um, (laughs) Those are my words of wisdom. Thank you for attending my TED Talk today. But anyways, again, I hope you're well. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. Bye, everyone.